Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, I'm back, Bella. Um, Welcome to another Deliciously Stellar podcast. Um, As you know, I'm on a quest to get the glow. And this time, I'm still continuing with the dating theme as I ponder whether having a man in my life might make my life. Coming up, I will talk to a psychosexual therapist about a new intimacy app. Well, I mean, I'm not a dating coach, but sex does give you that glow. Plus, dating columnist Dolly Alderton is back because she's the best and we had so much fun. And this time, she's going to be asking me the questions. What would be your last meal on earth? So I'm with my friend Kate Moyle. She is a psychosexual therapist and she has very kindly invited me into her practice to talk to me today. So have you just been like doing your normal day-to-day stuff today and now you're having me in as a podcaster? Exactly, yeah. So um, kind of talking to lots of different people all morning and then now here we are. What a joy. What a joy to see you. So can you quickly explain to me what is a psychosexual therapist? So a psychosexual therapist is basically a just kind of particular type of talking therapist so it means that people kind of come to you and the problem that they want to talk about is specifically of a sexual nature or you know to do with their relationships so I also see couples as well as individuals and it's basically just a safe space that people can talk about sex you know however small or big they think it is and how it affects their life because they go to someone who is comfortable talking about sex, which obviously not all therapists might be. So I'm on a quest in this podcast to get the glow, and I'm starting to think that maybe I could get the glow by having a better sex life. Is there any advice you can give me on my sort of approach to dating, how I approach men that could help me? Well, I mean, I'm not a dating coach, but sex does give you that glow, I think, um... We see that in like every film where people kind of have sex and then collapse afterwards and they've kind of got that exhausted glow about them. That's actually an oxytocin boost, which you get after you orgasm, which is always nice. You see, I've heard about oxytocin. It's that cuddling hormone, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So you get it from skin-on-skin contact, from orgasm, from cuddling. So it plays a major role in mother and baby bonding, which is why... In adult relationships, you're also bonding with someone, so it plays a big role there. Is there anyone who's actually, like, bottled this? Like, can you buy it? Can I be like, oh, I'm going to go into booze and get some oxytocin? No, and it would make millions, I suspect, if someone did. Maybe you should try it. I mean, I'd be, like, downing it. I'd be like, I never have to leave the house again. I never have to try and get a boyfriend ever again. (laughs) I'm just going to drink this stuff. But then you might be, like, hugging the kitchen table or something. (laughs) I'd be like that woman who fell in love with the Eiffel Tower. I don't even know if it was the Eiffel Tower. I think it was like a mini fake Eiffel Tower. (laughs) Quite probably. I imagine sexual relations with 
the mini Eiffel Tower would have been easier than with the large one. Oh, I'm not sure it would be easier at all. Pointy. <laughs> <laughs> so pointy. There was a woman who loved her radiator as well. Well, it takes, you know, all sorts to find the perfect partner. <laughs> it definitely does. Maybe I should consider inanimate objects. It might be easier for me to, I don't know, because there would be no response. I could just do my jazz hands performance, that is, everybody listen to me, without having to get a reply from the radiator. Or you could get a dog and then you might get something back from it. So my friends and I are always like, OK, the ideal man is just funny and kind, funny and kind, that's all we need. And then we're like, well, you know, ambitious would be good as well. You know, and like, not like a troll would be good. And then we're like, right, OK, so you want someone who's handsome, ambitious, probably rich, funny and kind. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I tend to go for boys that are quite pretty, but they tend to be quite weak. Like, that's my type. Like, my friends say that I like invertebrates. And, uh, yeah, my, my friends refer to my ex-boyfriends as the pipsqueaks. So there's, like, pipsqueak one, pipsqueak two, pipsqueak three. Why have you brought another pipsqueak to the pub, Bella? What's going on? So one of the reasons we want to talk to you today is because you are involved in this exciting new app, Pillow. Yeah. And I would love you to tell me about what exactly this is. So Pillow is basically an intimacy tool for couples. So it is about kind of putting time aside to spend with your partner, bonding with them in different types of intimacy. So eye contact being one of them, uh, non-sexual touch being another, complimenting, so communication exercises. So the whole idea is that it's putting that playfulness into, well, an app. And we wanted to turn the idea of technology kind of driving couples apart. So, you know, you and your boyfriend, partner, girlfriend are in bed together and one of you is on Facebook and the other one's on Instagram. So you're bonding with everyone else outside your bedroom, but you're not bonding with each other. So we wanted to kind of turn that idea on its head and bringing your phone into your bedroom kind of being a positive thing. Well, my flatmate refers to my phone as the basilisk because I have real problems sleeping. And she's like, if you stare into the eye of your phone before you go to sleep, you will not sleep. So she literally will not allow it in my room. About half an hour before I go to bed, it's confiscated. So for me, having apps in the bedroom, past a certain hour, it's not a good idea. Maybe in the day, it would be good. Well, you could do pillow whenever you like. It's not a it's not a specifically nighttime activity. Um, I think it's good to not be on your phone in bed, kind of staring into the bright blue light and then trying to go to sleep. So the idea of pillow is that you start an episode, you put your phone down, it's on do not disturb, and actually it just kind of delivers you the episode, delivers you the content. So it's kind of like um, a follow-along podcast is the best way I know how to describe it. And um, the idea is that you don't have any interaction with your phone apart from the noise, the voice is coming out of it. You see, that's really interesting because I use this thing called Headspace to... It's like Headspace for couples. Yeah, so I use Headspace for my anxiety and it's so, so helpful. So it's quite similar. It's kind of like a headspace for couples, yeah, exactly. It's about that particular couple spending time uninterrupted together, being mindful and in the moment and just appreciating the moment for what it is. And it's not a sex app, it's an intimacy app. You know, If you choose to go on and have sex after you've done an episode, that's your choice. But the episodes are all designed so that they are fulfilling 
in themselves. And some of them are, you know, as little as four or five minutes, and some go on as long as 20. So it's completely up to you and your partner which you choose to do together. So I think, like, that this intimacy app thing has become a real sort of thing in the past year. So Emma Watson has admitted that she uses... OMG Yes. Yeah, she uses yep. OMG Yes, which is an app, I believe, for helping female orgasm. Uh, they're videos, yeah. So you oh. get the videos. And it's an amazing product, actually. And it's about kind of teaching the art of female masturbation and, you know, techniques that will hopefully bring a woman to orgasm. See, that is great. Also, I mean, this is actually something that I'm not sure I'm very comfortable with, but I read that there are now these orgasming classes where you go and a sort of an apparently neutral man will attempt to bring you to orgasm in a room full of other people. And it's about a way of sort of connecting women with their ability to orgasm. But I think that was the least likely environment that I would ever orgasm, is in a room full of other women, while men who are being trained to touch me but are not remotely interested in me are feeling me up. Yeah, I can't imagine it's for everyone. (laughs) But for some people, that might be exactly what they need. I mean, for some people, I'm sure it's great, but I mean, I read about it and I was like, that is one of the strangest things I've ever read. I mean, great, we're being more open. Very open. Mm. Mm. They do sort of, um, they do cuddling classes in Berlin. There was a cuddling app as well, which was like Tinder for cuddling. Someone was telling me about it the other day, how you could like meet up and have a cuddle with people. I imagine that that got quite gropey quite quickly. I mean, I was saying to my radio producer earlier that everyone we seem to meet on Tinder just looks a tiny bit like an axe murderer. The kind of person you're like, I don't want that person to come over to my house when I'm alone. What settings have you got on your Tinder profile? (laughs) Really wide-reaching. That's that's what really wide reaching. I'm like maybe I should extend my age range just a little, just so I can see if there's any better options. I'm like fifty eight, probably too far, probably too far. I mean, I don't support judging a book by its cover, but you know, I think there is a level of appropriateness that maybe is about keeping yourself safe. Mm, yeah, people. I think safety first. Safety first. That was another thing. Is we felt like there were loads of apps that were about making new couples, but not many that helped couples that were already together. And the way Darren, who is our founder, describes it, which is how I really like it, is that it's a vitamin, not a pill. So it's kind of like a boost, not a fix. That's a really good analogy. Mm. That's really good. It's for couples that, you know, they've already got a level of security or intimacy, or they're already together in some way. Or, you know, they might be really nervous about you know, being intimate for the first time together and need a bit of help. But there is already some kind of foundation there. Mm. Yeah, so they've sort of, they've found the person, but they just need to... Yeah, or a person that they want to get intimate with and they just are a bit nervous or don't know how to explore it or what they want to do. Well, that's so interesting. So do you want to tell me exactly how you can get hold of Pillow what to do if you're interested in using it, etc. So you can search it on the app store with um, Pillow Play. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way 
an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Unfortunately, it's not on Android yet. We only launched it on Valentine's Day, so it's still kind of fairly new. Or the website is pillow.io or it's at trypillow on Twitter. Okay, brilliant. That is all really good. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today, Kate. Um, It's been so nice to get out and about and you've been really, really interesting. Well, I've loved it and I hope you find the glow. So I want to tell everyone about last weekend because it was amazing. First of all, I did a gig and I was really terrified and it was an emergency free gig because I thought that no one would ever pay to come and see me because I was so pants. But this one, this one was fine. It was great. Like there were loads of ladies in Breton tops, which is totally my audience. I accidentally said something racist, which in my mind didn't sound racist at all. And then I had to apologize for my white privilege on stage. But it was fine. Like loads of people asked for a selfie at the end. So I guess it didn't go that badly. Also a real sort of mix of like blasts from the past, like a couple of girls from school, like a couple of boys I hadn't seen for ages, so it was nice. Obviously, people are like, oh, you know, we'll take a punt, we'll go and see it. Um, somebody asked for my number at the end. He was, like, in a band. I mean, it was great. It was fine. It couldn't have got better. Last night, I went to a restaurant in Peckham, and I got recognised by someone. And they came up to me, and they tapped me on the shoulder, and I was like, oh, I'm in your way, sorry. And she goes, are you deliciously Stella? I was like, Yes. And then my friend was so surprised that I'd been spotted. She laughed in this girl's face. I was like, oh, God. Everyone was like, Emily, I can't believe you laughed in her face. I can't believe you laughed in her face. She must be so embarrassed. Like, you're the worst. You're the actual worst. Emily, my friend, who is giving a reading at another friend's wedding, and she's reading Aretha Franklin Respect. So it's going to go, what you want? Baby, I've got it. What do you need? You know I've got it. All I'm asking is for a little respect. I mean, the thought of standing up in a church and going, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. I mean, it's going to be amazing. I've asked my friend Bassett, should anyone be stupid enough to marry me? Um, I've asked my friend Bassett to read um, Tom Jones' Sex Bomb in exactly the same tone. So it'll be like, spy on me, baby, you satellite. <laughs> Got the love to keep me going through the night. <laughs> Aim, shoot, fire. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I think this is a brilliant new trend amongst my friend. I mean, apparently the first choice over Aretha Franklin was an S Club 7 number. Reach for the stars. And I was like, mm, for my choice, it would have been don't stop moving to the funky, funky beat. That one. That was my favourite one. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really good. So on Bank Holiday Monday, I went to Soho Farmhouse, which is like centre parks for posh people. 
it is next level amazing. So first of all, we arrive and we park my friend's Ford car in between two like Range Rovers. Everyone's driving a Beamer, like everyone's posher than us. And we like get in and we are astounded by the glory. So first thing first, I get into a horse and a carriage. So this horse and carriage gives us a tour of everywhere. We get dropped off to play a bit of crazy golf for like Okay, fine. I mean, I hate crazy golf. It's my worst because I hate being bad at stuff and I'm totally rubbish at crazy golf. So then we went to this like enormous sort of barn room, which has just been decked out by the most amazing interior designers. And there's like a sort of fire pit. There's a farm shop. They grow their own honey. There's a bee, like beehives everywhere. It's absolutely insane. They have a pool, which is indoor and then you swim under a window and then it's outdoor and then it's an infinity pool that ends at a rowboat lake so we rode boats we went everywhere then we went to this sort of like amazing secluded hot tub where my friend made me take 65 selfies until one of us looked attractive and I was like our hair is wet we are red from the steam this is absolutely not going to happen we're going to be disgusting I mean it was glorious we made friends with a man in the steam room who wouldn't tell us what his job was because he was probably so important it was the best place I've ever been I think I'm going to go back this weekend Last time on the Deliciously Stellar podcast, Sunday Times Style Mag columnist Dolly Alderton joined me to talk about dating. She was really amazing, so I thought I'd let you have a second helping of her wise outlook on life. But this time, she'll be asking me the questions. So do you not eat shit then? I mean, I do eat shit, but I, I mean, I love hula hoops. I do actually have a real bunch of pepperonis. Mm. But, you know, I could cook up a really nice, like, actually genuinely healthy meal, should I want to. So did you learn about nutrition as well when you were at least? Oh, absolutely not. It was just about right. making, like, bog-standard stuff that tasted nice. Also, at least you, you learn to make things like shepherd's pie. You don't learn to make, like, quinoa or anything that has pomegranate in it. Mm. The thing that I think I find, um, and I'm someone who's been on every diet in the world, twice, I think, and the thing that I finally realised works for me is if I want to have macaroni cheese at the weekend, I would like to make macaroni cheese with four cheeses, maybe a breadcrumb topping, and make it the best, most indulgent macaroni cheese ever. And then on Monday, if I'm trying to be healthy, I would like to have a salad with some fish. What I would not like to do is try and make a macaroni cheese with pureed apple and that be some sort of healthy compromise. I just don't understand mm. why they keep making food out of other food. Like, you don't need to make pasta out of courgettes. Like, just eat pasta and then have courgettes on your healthier days. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's what you call a cheat day, though, isn't it? They're like, oh, cheat day, having a bit more nut butter with my apple. I'm like, your life is so miserable. What's your most shocked you've been at, at the most nonsensical food item that they've posted um oh that's a tough one i've seen a blueberry omelet on there that's just absolutely disgusting it's it's the the ingredients like moon dust and bee pollen and like all those things that go on top of their porridge that don't make any sense or i go into honda mirror and it's like white maca chunks that cost 25 pounds and i'm like please tell me nobody thinks that these are going to be remotely beneficial to your health because it's just bad science. Mm, mm. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm sure you're nice, but you're wrong. 
And that's my problem. <laughs> I'm sure you're nice, but you're wrong. That should be the name of your book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my next one, my memoirs. I'm sure you're nice, but you're wrong. It's like when you're watching a, a Pantene advert and they're like, you know when Jennifer Aniston be like, oh, watch out for the science with L'Oreal and then they'd start talking about peptides or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And mugs like me. Because, you know, I really did fall for the deliciously Ella thing initially. I, I mean, did. my mum has her book. Does she? Mm. But it's, it's, I can see how, if you're someone who's ill-informed like me, if you have a beautiful woman and then they have a couple of words that I don't understand and they say it's because of this, I think I have such low confidence in my own intellect <laughs> that I just, I just agree and buy the thing. You see, the only reason I knew that it was bullshit is because my granny is actually a celiac. Oh, really? And she was the fattest person I've ever seen in my whole life. So I know that giving up gluten does not make you thin. <laughs> well, I think celiacs I have a real problem with the movement as well because I think it's sort of hogging their illness, which is debilitating and using it. You know, the number of people that say that they're allergic to gluten. That aren't. They just probably eat a bit too much pasta like the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, if you eat too much pasta, you're going to get a bit bloated. That yeah. to everyone. Yeah. But you're not dying. You know, if a celiac is Although you haven't seen me hungover on a Sunday and I've eaten too much <laughs> pasta, but I, I think I am dying. I once, I do this thing before Christmas where I try and stretch my stomach as much as possible. For optimum. Yeah, for yeah. Op optimum pigs in blanket consumption. Yeah. And one year, the day before, I ate a whole cabbage and I became so bloated that I could not eat on Christmas Day. Why did you eat a whole cabbage? I don't know. I think it was around. I was like, okay, fine, this will stretch. And then I was so bloated I couldn't eat on Christmas Day. I had to wear my mum's maternity skirt. <laughs> and my aunt gave me a packet of Wendy's and said, go to the drawing room. And oh, get rid of no. this. By the time I'd returned, there was no food. And I cried because Christmas lunch is my favourite thing in the yeah, whole world. Yeah, me too. I ate 19 roast potatoes one year. <laughs> That's so good. My brother and I once had a triangular sandwich eating competition at a wake because <laughs> we, we believe you can't put on weight when you're grieving. Yeah, and I agree. I ate 42 triangular sandwiches. Over the period of what? Of how long? Oh, just I think a couple of hours. We were just sat there going, oh, well, there was oh no booze God. there. Had there been, I would have been annihilated. <laughs> the sandwiches were all that was on offer. I only won because my brother can't eat cheese and pickle. Oh, I love cheese and pickle. Yeah. What would be your last meal on earth? You see, it changes for me. Yeah, I think it's the most important question that you can ask a person. Yeah, I think it would be like Chateaubriand and roast potatoes and bernie nice. sauce. What about for pudding? For pudding, what's my favourite pudding? My mum makes this thing called lemon crunch pie, which mm. is essentially a base of ginger nuts and then a tin of condensed milk, mm. a tin of cream and a little bit of lemon. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love it. I love anything condensed milk based. <laughs> it's so good. Such a good dairy alternative. <laughs> So thanks for listening to the podcast again. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you do want to get in touch with me about anything, please follow me on Instagram at deliciouslystella or you can drop me an email at deliciouslystella at gmail.com. 